If you engage with someone and you start saying you, 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 and I don't care if it's a child, I don't care if it's a peer, I don't care if it's your spouse, I don't care if it's your boss, I don't care if it's your subordinate, just stop. Just stop. I statements are ways to express how situations affect us emotionally and then also make requests on how to interact with the person in a way where both people win. I statements eliminate the use of the word you so that the person will not become defensive so they can hear your message when you're able to use I statements properly. It's a, it becomes a win-win situation for both people. Greetings, everybody. Welcome back to the FCS Prep Podcast, where I am your host, Dr. Keith Fairclough. And today, we are talking about I statements. I know I've sprinkled it in in a couple of places. One of my last classic videos, I think the last classic video was actually about I statements. But um, that was about a year ago, somewhere around there. So I've been thinking about it. Obviously, not too much was changed with I statements, but just the way it's being conceptualized, at least in this video, is going to change slightly. Not much. Really just kind of dumbing it down, making it a lot simpler for us to remember and a lot easier for us to um, put into application and practice. But of course, before we go any further, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Listen, you want to make sure you're aware and alerted when these videos drop so you can get the information and start applying it to your life now because the sooner you can, the better chance at things changing, the sooner things will change, and the sooner the world will change. Remember, improving the world by improving you, and this podcast is about real change right now. All right, so without further ado, let's hop into it. I statements. What are I statements? If you've been to therapy, if you've been to maybe some communication courses or whatever, you will know that I statements are ways to express how situations affect us emotionally and then also make requests on how to interact with the person in a way where both people win. All right. Ultimately, what it does, what it really does is it makes the person be able to listen so they don't become defensive. I statements help in a conversation make the other person not become defensive because when someone becomes defensive, they stop listening. They stop being empathetic. They stop trying to hear you and understand you. They don't try to validate you. When they become defensive, the whole nature of defense is protection. When someone becomes defensive, they protect themselves. And to protect themselves, they have to block out whatever message you're trying to send and be completely and totally aware of what kind of attacks you're sending their way. And what happens, what makes people defensive almost instantaneously is when you start saying the word you. When you say you do this and you do that and you make me feel this way and this is your fault, you, you, you might as well just stop talking altogether. I'm be, be dead serious. If you engage with someone and you start saying you, 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 and I don't care if it's a child, I don't care if it's a peer, I don't care if it's your spouse, I don't care if it's your boss, I don't care if it's your subordinate, it don't matter who it is. If you start a conversation off, talk about you, 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 just stop. Just stop. Say, you know what? This ain't even going to work. And just walk away. Because whatever you say at that point, they're not listening. They're only looking for how you're about to start tearing them down or looking for ways to start feeling bad about what they've done. 
In either case, whatever message you thought you were going to get across is now gone, lost. There is zero chance. I'm going to say it one more time. Zero chance of whatever message you had getting through. I statements eliminate the use of the word you so that the person will not become defensive so they can hear your message and they can respond in kind, right? So they can respond in a way where both people count, where both people matter. They can empathize, they can validate, they can hear, they can understand. They can give you that unconditional love. They can give you that unconditional positive regard, right? And I'm I'm gonna start throwing unconditional positive regard in there because sometimes unconditional love, people only associate that with like, romantic relationships or um, some like like deep, deep relationships. But the premise is that I'm going to accept you, hear you, understand you, validate you. You know, I don't necessarily agree with you, but I'm going to do all those things. But we don't have to necessarily be in love because, you know, just just how people have um, defined the word love is a lot. A lot of times is a tie to like romance and things like that. So. From this point forward, I'm going to say unconditional love and unconditional positive regard, but they mean the exact same thing. All right. So when you're able to use I statements properly, it's a it becomes a win win situation for both people. Right. Because when you're able to express how a situation made you feel right and you're able to connect the situation to the feeling and then you're able to make a request and see what happens is when you make your request i'm going to go into this all i'm going to break it all down in more detail but i'm just giving you a general overview but when you're able to make a request the request is i want you to do x so that i can give you what you want right usually in the last part that's where you can use the you because then you're responding to the other person right and you're saying, hey, I want to give you what you want. But listen, let me not get ahead of myself, right? Okay. I statements. Let's start out. The template is when situation. I'm going to put the template down below as well in the description. So when situation, I feel, right? That's an emotion. Then I feel emotion because now connect the situation to the emotion I want, then you make the request in a way where it's a win-win. Where I'm giving you what you want, you're giving me what I want. That's what I statements do. So, let's go and break it on down, all the way down. Start with the first part. When situation. The situation, that's the first part. This is where you're going to state what objectively happened, right? And you're going to try to say it in a general way. Because ultimately, it's not really about the other person, right? I'm going to say that again. You want to state it in a general way because whatever happened is not about the other person. So I'm going to give you a perfect example. So for me, I'm going to use myself as an example and in, in, in something that just really dear to me. I don't like when people yell at me. It, it just doesn't sit well with me. And you'll find out why as we go through this. Or if you listen to some of my other podcasts as well, I went over it in there as well. But in any case, this for this example, so when someone yells at me or when I'm yelled at, right? So now I'm just, I'm stating the situation, right? So maybe the situation is that person was yelling at me for whatever reason, right? And so now I'm talking to them, trying to explain something to them. When I'm yelled at, not, not when you yell at me, as if it's okay for other people to yell at me, or it's okay for other people to treat me bad or do some other type of activity. No, 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 no. When I'm yelled at, period. See how that's objective? It has nothing to do with the other person. I didn't use the word you. I'm saying just when that happens, 
right? And so that's what it means to state the situation. You state the situation because no one wants to be disrespected. No one wants to be rejected. No one wants to be hurt. So it's not about the other person. And you'll realize that because it doesn't necessarily have to be that person that's yelling at you to, to get you upset. It could be anybody that's yelling at you that will get you upset. Um, I should say me, right? But whatever your situation is, it could be anybody doing that situation. So that's why it's so important not to make it about the other person. That's why you don't say you. It's when I'm yelled at, when this situation, when it takes place, all right? So that's, that's why you want to say that in a generality because in real facts, you know, in the truth and real time, it's not about that person. It's about what happened. So that's a situation. The second thing is I feel blank, right? I feel an emotion. I think it's really important for us to articulate what that emotion is. All right. And there are a wide range of emotions, but I would say it's good to make sure we're familiar with the at least I don't want to say basic emotions, right? Because there's so many. I don't. So I don't want to say basic. These are just the ones I came up with, right? Sad, mad, happy, hurt, scared. Five. What I would consider basic emotions that we all have a pretty good understanding of. What I'd recommend is with you with these emotions. I recommend going and looking at what what kind of physical state that puts you in, right? And because sadness, for example, maybe you're crying, maybe your shoulders are slumped, you know, angry, maybe your your heart rate's pumping, you know, I know for me that's what happens, and you know, maybe your fists are clanking, or you're grinding your teeth or whatever, you know, maybe happy, maybe you're bubbling and jumping up and down, you know, maybe you, you talk faster, maybe, you know, I don't know, whatever else comes with happiness, right? So long story short, each emotion comes with some type of physical attribute with it, right? Some type of physical state associated with it. And that's kind of how you can recognize exactly what that emotion is. Because at this step, you want to be able to articulate exactly how you feel. This is not a time for guessing games. This is not a time to try to let the other person, you know, guess, okay, what am I feeling? This is not a time to feel, I'm sorry, to say I'm feeling some kind of way. What, what does that even mean? I'm feeling some kind of way. But beyond that, I don't know what I'm feeling. I know there's a feeling there, but I don't know what I'm feeling. Take time to learn at least, at least, at least these five, what I consider basic emotions, right? Because from these five can be a lot of other emotions that spawn off from them. But I think these five, we generally kind of can, can put emotions in that. Now, if you're you know, super high level, you're super articulate, you're super in tune with yourself, and you could you know, use, you know, other emotional words, you know, by all means. But just make sure that whatever you use, other people are going to understand it as well. Everybody understands mad, sad, happy, scared, hurt. Everybody tends to understand that. If you're a child, you can understand that. So for that part, for this step, when you're listening to your emotion, when you're saying, I feel, right, make sure you're very clear about what you feel. Okay, next step is the reason. Now, this step is extremely important. It's very, very important. This step, right? So it says it's because, and then you give the reason. You're now connecting the situation to the emotion. This is where the person, it's so important to not use the word you. And if you haven't used it up to this point, excellent. But it's so, so important not to use the word you. And the reason why is because this is where the person is going to get an opportunity to understand how the situation generated the feeling. This is the opportunity for them to start validating you. This is the opportunity for them to understand you, right? That's what this is, to hear you. So the reason at this point, you're again, you're connecting the situation 
to the emotion. So I'll give you an example. All right, I'm going to run it through. When I'm yelled at, I feel hurt. Because when I'm yelled at, it makes it seem like I'm not important. It makes it seem like I'm not valued. Like I'm not valuable enough to at least offer the, the, the courtesy of kind words, of calm, a calm tone. Like that's, that's what it does. See how I connected? So now you know exactly how this situation makes me feel and why it makes me feel that because it makes me feel like I'm not valued. And a lot of times people, we do things and we don't know what that in-between part is. And sometimes we kind of dismiss people like you're making a big deal out of nothing. But imagine if in some situation, you know, I don't, I, I, you know, let's, let's say it's not me. Let's say it's somebody else. Same thing being yelled at, right? Let's say the reason that that situation triggers them so much and generates the feeling of hurt is because when they were younger, someone's dad, when they came home, they would, they would hear the yelling as their mom was beat. <laughs> they would hear the yelling as their brother was abused, right? I, I, imagine that. Like, you see, you put that in perspective, what you thought was not a big deal is a huge deal. And now you understand, like, oh, shoot, man, I, I don't want, I'm not like that person. I don't want to do that. I never meant for that to happen. So it's really, really important, this part, to make sure you are clear when you're describing the situation and you're connecting it to the emotion. Because this is the part where people are going to get a better understanding of you and why you feel the way you feel, why you are reacting the way you are reacting. All right. Next. And the last part is the request. I want and then blank space request. What do you want now? This part. Now, now you can start using the word you. Right. Because now now you're going in and asking someone for something. But here's the thing. You want to make it a win win situation. The reason why I'm now using the word you is because now this is what I want you to do. In order to, for me to accommodate you. So, give you an example. All right. When I'm yelled at, I feel hurt because it makes me feel like I'm not valued. You know, it reminds me of when people didn't value me in the past and that just tore me down. So, I feel hurt with that. And, you know, what I want is I want I want to help you. I want to I want to address your concern. I, I whatever your concern is, I want to address it, but it makes it difficult for me to address it when I'm being yelled at. So if if you can just come to me with a calm tone, like I'm going to do everything in my power to help you get what you want. Do you see that? I want the person to get what they want. And and if you've read like how to win friends and influence people, that's huge. Helping people to get what they want. Because again, remember communication. You can go back to some of the other podcasts that talk about communication. But ultimately, we're trying to convey a, a, they're trying to convey a message to me. They want me to have this message. I'm now telling them, I want your message. I want the message that you're trying to convey. This is how you can give me that message. See, now they feel heard, validated, understood. You feel heard, validated, understood. It's a win-win situation. Everybody wins. That's why it's so important to word your request in a way where both people win. It's not just about, you know, what I want in the future is you not to yell at me. You know, but but you didn't listen when I was talking to you before. Right? You didn't listen then. Right? You didn't ask it. Like, you see, you see how that, that they can automatically start causing some issues if your request doesn't even count the other person? Because that's the whole purpose of having this communication anyways. You're, you're trying to make sure both people count. In any, this is a side note, a little bonus. In any conversation, both people should count. 
in any conversation, both people should count. Even if you're having a debate, both people should count. You may not agree, but you both count. You both have value, right? Very, very important. I statements, if you request, you make your request properly, both people are going to have value. So very, very, very important. So again, when situation, I feel emotion, right? Because the reason, and I want, you make the request. Situation, emotion, reason, request. That is how you make an I statement. And again, ultimately, if you do it right, it will net you a good relationship with the other person. And both people can get that unconditional love and that unconditional positive regard. Real quick tip, then I'm going to get into what happens if it doesn't work, all right? I'll touch on that because I know someone is just foaming at the mouth, ready to put in the comments, well, what if it doesn't work? We're going to touch that in one second, all right? But a quick tip, make sure when you learn how to start using I statements, you do it in your own voice. Now, maybe you, and what I mean by that is the template is great, but the template is not necessarily how we talk on the regular, right? We all have our own style, our own dialect, it's influenced by culture and society and so on and so forth, right? So it would be very, um, I don't know, not unethical, but it wouldn't roll off the tongue. It wouldn't match your style. And if it doesn't match your style, it'd be very difficult for you to incorporate it into how you communicate already, right? So I really want you to take this template and I want you to practice it and I want you to practice it with your own style, right? So. So I'm going to try to do it in my style, right? I'm going to show you guys, right? Hey, listen. Hey, uh, I, 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 I hear what you're saying. I appreciate what you're saying. But I just got to let you know, you know, um, you know, when I'm yelled at, you know, it, I, I don't feel good, man. I feel hurt. I, I really feel hurt when I'm yelled at because when I grew up, like people would yell at me. And when they would yell at me, it would, it would make me feel like I don't count, like I don't matter, like I'm not important. You know, and, and that would just tear me apart on the inside, you know, like really destroy my self-esteem. And I, I just don't like it. And so like nowadays when I'm yelled at, like, I almost want to either shut down or like fight back. And you know, I don't want to do that with you. Right. I, I don't want to because I value you as a person. So you're, you're important, you know. So like in the future, you know, if you got something like to talk to me about or whatnot, if you can come to me with a calm tone, you know, that would that I would really appreciate that. That would help me to address whatever your concern is, because I truly value you as a person. And I really, really just, I, I want to help you. I want to address you. I want to, I want to be there for you. But like, I, I can't do it when I'm being yelled at because it just, it just brings me back to that time. I don't ever want to go back to that time. You see, I did that. I'm like, there was the same template, but I threw my own style, my own flair, my own thing on it, right? We all got our own style, our own flair, our own thing. So I want you to take that, practice it over and over again and embody it into your communication style or incorporate it into your communication style. So when it comes off and it just rolls off the tongue, you know, we know it's you, not you reading out of a text, not you saying, um, hold on one second. When situation, I feel that you don't want to do that. It's very robotic and it's, it's just not how we talk. Right. So this is going to require you some practice, maybe in the mirror, maybe thinking about the things that bother you, maybe the main things that trigger you or whatnot and running through scenarios and explaining it. Because guess what? The reason for me is not going to change. The feeling for me is not going to change. Right. The situation is not going to change. That, that's just me. That's my individuality. You know, it's not going to change. So the more I practice it, then the easier it's going to roll off the tongue and just be able to come out naturally. So really encourage you to practice using this template. Now, 
let me address what happens if you practiced it, if you talked about it, if you made sure the other person counted, if you articulated your emotions, you, you did, you generalized the situation, you connected the, the reason to the emotion, you did all that. And the person says, listen, I'm not changing. This is just what I do. This is just who I am. I'm not changing. All right. You're a blankly blank, blank, blank. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. You know, you are useless. You are whatever. Let's just say the person does that. All right. Or they try to use some type of manipulation or whatever. They just don't respond the way they should have responded according to what we just talked about. Right. Even when you could, you put it in a win win scenario. This is the point when you really if you haven't already, this is what we need to start up, set it up strong boundaries very 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 important for you to now set up strong boundaries because you have this person who's willing to violate you who doesn't care about you they don't want to understand you hear you or even um, try to validate you at all they don't want to do that right then you need to start setting up boundaries because if a person does not care about you then you need to start blocking them off right you, you got to start i don't know what the hands i don't know what that was but <laughs> but you gotta start blocking them off right you gotta start being like hey listen this is not just not a person that's so broken that i can't really engage with right that that's the point you got to start getting to you know and i'll be honest it might be some of your close intimate relationships but it's gonna be what it's gonna be you're like you can't afford to let someone tear you down and treat you bad and trigger you and not even care not even try to change you you can't allow that type of abuse to take place because verbal and emotional abuse happens far more than physical abuse because it goes under the radar there are no marks that we can see there are no wounds we could see but we all know that emotional abuse and verbal abuse scars us way deeper than any type of physical abuse now i'm not advocating for obviously i'm not advocating for physical abuse you guys all know that but um but we all know those those emotional scars and those verbal scars that we get from other people's psychological scars you know they run deep so in order to avoid that, we need to make sure we're setting up strong boundaries. And if it comes down to like, hey, listen, you can't be around me anymore because you don't respect me. You don't listen to me. You don't validate me. You don't try to understand me. So you can't be around me. If we need to do business, let's do it over text. If we need to do business, we'll email each other. But we're not gonna, we're not going out, we're not hanging out, we're not, you're not being in my presence because guess what? I'm not going to be treated that way because I am valuable. I am lovable. I am a victor. I am worthy. And I don't deserve to be treated that way. And I will not be treated that way. We need to set those boundaries up. And if they still want to violate, then maybe it's just time to kick that person out your life altogether. Right? If they're not willing to change, if they're not willing to listen to you, then they don't necessarily need to be there. Because for any relationship to work, we got to be able to communicate. We got to be able to love one another, respect one another. You know, at, at the very least, maybe you say, eh. You don't got to love each other. At the very least, respect one another. At the very, I mean, that's just bare, bare bones minimum. Respect one another. Like, hey, I, I don't, I don't gel with you like that, but we got to work together. So let's work together. Let's do what we got to do, and then we go home. That's it. Yeah, you can still be having a functional, you know, work functionally together like that, but you can't let people just violate you. You just can't let that happen, right? That a big part of self-love is making sure we set up those boundaries and let people know like, hey, this is what is acceptable is what's not acceptable. And I don't care how close they are to you. No one should be allowed to hurt you and violate you in that way. So that's it, guys. Those are I statements. Again, this is like an upgraded version from the video I made before. But if you want to, you can go check out that video as well. It still has some good content in it. Um, 
But guys, start using it. Start practicing. Start practicing I statements. You're going to be so surprised at how well-received you will be when you start using these I statements. When you stop using the word you in these conversations. I'm telling you, the moment you use the word you, you do this, you do that, you made me feel this way, and did 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 the moment you start doing that, it's game over. Just I'm telling you, just stop. You've already lost. You've already lost. Like it's like be disqualified. You're already out. Just stop. The moment you start using the word you, just stop. Try to come back and address it later. Maybe cooler heads prevail or whatever. But the moment you start doing that, the person becomes defensive. But if you don't, if you start using these I statements, if you start talking about your experience, with the, you start generalizing, right? You share your emotions. You connect the reason to the emotion. You make your request. You make it in such a way where it's a win-win situation. I'm telling you, you're going to see a massive difference in your communication style. You're going to see a massive difference in how people relate to you. You're going to see a massive difference of just so many spheres. You're going to see a massive, massive difference because communication is key. And it's something we do with everybody. So that's it, guys. Listen, I love you. If you haven't liked, comment, subscribed, and shared, and hit the notification bell by now, now's a great time to do it so that you know when these videos drop. Again, I have content across all social media, shorts and all the types of things like that. Listen, I got the stuff out there. If you need help, you can reach out. Listen, that's what we're here for, FCS. Improving the world by improving you. I love you guys. Y'all take care. Have a great, awesome, and blessed day.